0: You're listening to the Screeners Podcast
1: Network. Well, welcome back to the Geek Card Check Podcast, where every week we tug on the strings of some aspect of pop culture and see how it fits uh, into the whole tapestry of things. My name is Tyler.
0: And I'm Kate. And this week we're going to talk about a Short Trek episode, but before we do that, we thought we would talk about what we're watching right now because there are so many good options out there right now. It is now. the
1: season for good TV, good movies. Yeah, there's tons out to, out to see.
0: Absolutely. Um, so I have three things. The first Sweet. one being The Mandalorian.
1: Are you watching it, Tyler? I am, yeah. As much as is out, as as of the recording, I think there's only one episode out. Uh, I don't know when Two the next... now. Oh, when when did the next shoot? Darn, I would have watched that this morning. Uh, what's when did the last one drop? Do we know what day of the week they're coming out?
0: When it's streaming, I don't pay attention very uh, closely. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, that's cool. I'm, I'm only one episode in, but That's great. That gives me another one to uh, another one to watch. So, yeah. what are you thinking about it?
0: To be honest, the first episode was a little bit meh for me. Mostly because I just don't, don't have a reason to care about the main character yet. And they did some like tropey little things like Mandalorian mm-hmm. learns how to ride this weird creature and falls off that it just yeah, it felt tropey rather than me going, "Ooh, I like this dude. So yeah. again, first episode, it was like, I want to say like 38 minutes long. So it was an odd time. Yeah. I, I don't quite understand that. But um, so... I, it's met at the moment for me, but yeah. I'm going to definitely watch the next episode basically the little hook at the end of the episode yes. uh, his target, shall we say it's like okay, yeah. I'm in for that at least if that turns out to be interesting. So what about you? did it, did it how did you feel about it?
1: I think the visuals, with one exception, and it's actually the scene you just you described of the uh, the animal. The visuals are are amazing. They are mm. they are movie quality visuals. Um, I think it's a it's a streamlined first episode, which I actually really like. There's not there's not actually too much going on. It's it's sort of just hey, this is the world that our character lives in. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but other than one episode of or one one moment of terrible CG um which is when they're on these animals that that look like like oh did you guys skip this when you were rendering things but mm. um but the rest of it was was absolutely fantastic i think uh in terms of potential but yeah it didn't didn't grab me in terms of character uh, you know it, but i'm, in, I'm intrigued open. at least it's a soft open i'm intrigued enough to to keep going with it um but i wouldn't say i'm over the moon um about it yeah so.
0: makes sense what's what's next for you I'm also watching the new show Watchmen, which I should Oh, I need to watch that. I should offer a caveat up front. I have not read the graphic novel Mm -hmm. and I have not seen the movie for intentional reasons. That's a longer conversation. But I hear
1: though that this is more like inspired by is is that correct? Like it's not really an adaptation. Correct. It's like in the world of Correct.
0: And a lot of the negative reviews I've seen of it seem to be people who have very strong feelings about the movie. Mm-hmm. And or the graphic novel, and this is not those things. Yep.
1: And, and I don't, I don't. Yeah. I read the graphic novel. I've seen the movie. I was very underwhelmed by the movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, the visuals were great and stuff, but very underwhelmed by the movie. And and the graphic novel is is. I mean, I, I I'm not saying it's 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 only good in terms of like its place in in pop culture. I think it's, it's saying important, important but things, but yeah, yeah. But I didn't enjoy it as much. So yeah. I'm excited about the show, though.
0: Yeah. So all of that to say that I have really really liked. The Good. first four episodes of the awesome. show so far, we have um, multiple interesting female characters. Regina King Regina being King. the Ugh. powerhouse. I think she's it's it's somewhat ensemble, but functionally she's the lead character. Gene Smart, who I also mm. really like. So, yeah. um, um, we have we are we are meeting multiple characters that are interesting. We're, we've gotten introduced to the world at large. It's doing things that. Um, I am not watching the clock waiting for the episode to end. It's more like, Oh, the episode's over. Crap. And I have to wait for the next yeah. one. And that's like oh, a great place to be. Yeah. That's what you want. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, so cool. ha- you haven't seen any of the show at all. I have
1: not. I'm, I'm waiting for the whole season to come out and then I'll, I'll binge it.
0: That's probably smart. And I often try to do that, but in this case, I didn't know what I was getting into. I'm like, Oh, I'll see what the totally. fuss is. About. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm in. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, the other, uh, show that I started last night because it released yesterday is season four, which is the final season of Man in the High Castle, which we've been waiting so long for this.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, And I am two seasons behind on that. I believe I cannot actually remember if I finished the second season or not. Um, It is Uh. a slow burn of a show, but it is it is amazingly made and brilliantly acted. It's it's more of just I keep I think I keep watching it at the wrong time, like when I am when I am my attention is split more easily. So maybe yeah, that's a, maybe that needs be your a Christmas attention. watch for me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It, it's a show that pays off. It's great about moral quandaries for characters, yeah. uh, particularly Rufus Sewell's character. He is um, an American who, uh, when He's America, a collaborator, right? Well, when America lost the war, he became a Nazi because yeah. for those of you who may not be aware uh, in this show, uh, we lost World War II and mm-hmm. uh, west of the Rockies is, uh, has been colonized by the Japanese and uh, east of the Rockies all the way to the Atlantic seaboard is Nazi-owned territory and the Rockies themselves are functionally uh, the neutral zone. And um, just Rufus Sewell's character alone and the people who are connected to him, that is compelling in and of its own right. But then you have multiple layers of people from different zones and different places going on but um first it's a cool world yeah first two episodes of the final season um i thought season three had some rocky points in it and now season four it's like oh i have to go to bed and i really don't want to because (laughs) so much is happening i love those yeah so fingers crossed they'll actually wrap it up well but the final season is off to a great start
1: is it an abbreviated season? Are we talking like five, ten episodes, or something like that, or is it? I think it's a equal 13?
0: to. I think it's equal to the previous okay. ones, but I don't remember the exact numbers of all of them. Sure. Yep. Yeah, so definitely worthwhile uh, to watch and for you to catch up on when you have the opportunity.
1: Yeah, I really need to. That's that's one I I have only put aside for, uh, like I I it's a show I know I want to give it my attention and mm-hmm. and haven't had a chance to yet.
0: So what about you, Tyler? What are you watching?
1: Um, I'm, I'm in the middle of a rewatch of breaking bad, um, which is, it is, it's funny. That is the show that demands your attention as well. Although I did watch it all the way through when it was on. Um, but the movie came out, El Camino just came out, which is a sequel. And I basically wanted to rewatch the show. I'd been meaning to rewatch the show for a while and this seemed like a good opportunity. So I have not yet watched El Camino, the movie, um, I'm, w- I'm going to wait and watch it after okay, the finale. That, so.
0: I had a question for you. Is this El Camino the Car or is it the Spanish word for walking? Like, which is it?
1: Which so. I assume it's that. Yeah. Although, you know, they, the Breaking Bad does love its, its puns and it, it loves ironic titles. And so it actually, I could see it being both, uh, you know, I, but I really don't know. I, I know nothing about it other than it, it centers on Aaron Paul's character. Hmm. Um. And I'm I'm very intrigued. Uh, it's it's such a good show. It's a brilliantly made show. Uh, it is a compelling show in terms of more uh, talking moral questions and quandaries. Uh, for those of you who don't know or missed it when it was on, you know it's it's about a high school chemistry teacher who finds out he has. This is all in like the first I don't know 15 minutes of the pilot. This is this is the premise of the show. It's a high school chemistry teacher um, who finds out that he has terminal lung cancer and uh, decides to cook meth to make money for his family when when he's when they when he passes on and it's a fast way to make
0: a buck before he kicks the bucket
1: oh yeah and and it turns out he's very good at it and it i mean that's the title of the show is breaking bad it's it's he's he suddenly discovers he has a talent for being a criminal and that's the whole um it's it's an anti-hero show it is um but they do not give him a break in it which i which i really like they don't just accept that it's he is constantly constantly struggling with his choices and their consequences so it's mm-hmm. good uh yeah. and then i also I, you have not watched it correct you have not watched i've it? only seen a few episodes of it okay yeah really well made very very made uh well made um so the other things that i i did and this this will be these will each be much less um in depth even than i just got but i I just went to la with my brother for the weekend Uh, my brother is is daniel he's on our sister podcast the screeners uh which i appear on semi-regularly um and he and i went to la and watched seven movies in three days basically a bunch of oscar contenders or potential Mm -hmm. oscar contenders we watched um the irishman which will be a netflix film in a month uh we saw that in a packed out uh sold out uh the Egyptian Theater at uh, uh, at Grauman's on on Hollywood Boulevard. Any
0: director or actors of note?
1: No, we oh, uh oh, who are in it? Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody, because nobody showed up. I was I was we were desperately hoping for like oh <laughs> you know, somebody would show up there. Uh, uh-huh. But in it, uh yeah, it's uh it's Martin Scorsese directing it. Uh, Robert De Niro is in it uh, as well as uh, many of Martin Scorsese's uh, kind of cast of characters. So Al Pacino and uh, Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci is is absolutely phenomenal in it it is his best role he's ever made uh Mm. it is just bar none it is and it's not his normal i'm just going to swear up and down you know everything and call that right basically the
0: swear dictionary is what he usually reads but yeah
1: i I, he probably swears in this one but he never raises his voice in this one like he probably swears but not in a way that i even remembered because (laughs) it's not his normal character Mm -hmm. um Robert you know, now Venera, that you it...
0: say that, I think I saw some coverage of that Entertainment Weekly then because I remember going, oh, Joe
1: Pesci actually has a
0: movie in recent memory.
1: Right. Yeah. And, and I really, when I heard about The Irishman before I had seen the poster and I really, I try not to watch trailers, I really thought, I really hope Joe Pesci is going to be back. And, you know, he's older and maybe he's a little me- more mellow now. And, and the point is, you know, it's a 40 year chronicling of this one gangster. And so there's a lot of de-aging that goes on in it. And Does it um, work? It actually really does. You do not notice it. It oh, works wow. with some flaws. Um, because is always knows, like you the Achilles heel
0: of 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 you know any. There kind is of special one sex.
1: scene that is laughably bad mm. at the at the de aging, but it's very early on. And in fact, we were talking about it afterwards and, and thought, I wonder if they did that on purpose. They 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 made a like a really rough scene of it, where it's glaring, uh-huh. to like soften the rest of it. Because the rest is nothing. Again, not that you don't notice it, but. There are some there are some issues in terms of like Robert they de-age Robert De Niro's face, but his body is still that of a seventy six year old man, mm-hmm. you know, and so like, you know, just well he's it's better not 40. than
0: CGIing his face onto a twenty year old's body because
1: that'd be True. really awkward, which I kind of was expecting almost, but yeah, so that works. I I will say it works enough that it doesn't take you out of it or or bug you, mm-hmm. so okay. you notice it at the beginning and then you're fine okay cool. um so the irishman we saw we saw a movie called honey boy which is directed written uh written by shia labeouf not directed by him um but basically about him working through his issues with his father uh and mm. he plays his own father or a fictionalized version of his own father which is you know
0: th- very meta you could
1: make yeah you could make maybe a daddy issues joke but literally that's what the movie is about is him dealing with those things so uh and it emotionally it is, works Oh, it absolutely emotionally works. Hmm. Like, and you is... say
0: this as you made fun of him in *Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull*, and oh, yet yeah. this is still.
1: Oh yeah, it okay. it, it is it is his. Uh, he should get a nomination for his performance in it, and maybe even screenplay because it's so so well done. Cool. Uh, so that's called *Honey Boy*, uh, which I think is an Amazon Prime movie. I think that'll be out on, on Prime, um, in, at, around December or something like that. Okay. Uh, we saw *Marriage Story* which is uh, adam driver and scarlett johansson uh, adam driver it,
0: okay suddenly i'm and both of
1: whom both of whom blew the doors off the place uh and should and both will des- uh, deserve at least uh, a nomination and i think scarlett johansson has a good chance of winning mm. um for best actress is this another um,
0: uh coming to streaming later film
1: it's a netflix film as okay. well we saw that on 35 millimeter film was directed by noah Baumbach. um and again, in a, th- a theater called the Vista Village Theater. It's like a 1923 little Ooh. tiny theater, but it's gorgeous on the inside. It was that was a cool screening. And, Tell and me also, you
0: dressed up. Tell me you dressed up.
1: I, you know, as I always do, um, you know, those of you who don't know me, uh, you know, should should really know that I, I prefer to be in my Starfleet uniform wherever I go. Yeah, he's, um, he's wearing a Star Trek outfit right now, so I. Actually, ironically, the first part of that was very false, but the second part of yes, I am wearing a Star Trek T-shirt right I now. It's an no, outfit, we didn't dress up. not uniform.
0: <laughs> we uh,
1: yeah, we we uh, we don't we didn't dress up, but uh, you know, and that would be a sad thing to dress up for because despite the fact that it's called a marriage story or it's called marriage story, it's actually about a divorce, and so it is hmm. not a happy movie, but it is a well-made movie all around. So um, why do I want to go
0: and watch a marriage
1: falling apart? Uh because. I think it is I that's that is I, it's a question I wrestle with myself uh, because it I, I honestly think it is so raw and cathartic in many ways and it's also a sad commentary on our time to, on our times today where the title of marriage story is actually about a divorce hmm. um, and it's and it's the inevitability of it. It is not about the disillusion of the marriage, it is about their divorce. So it's we do not see it's not like, we see the lead up to it, uh, you know, to the, d- the decision to get divorced. It is, they have, they have started that proceeding and it is basically about surviving their divorce and they have so a child. And so there's a lot of
0: the power of the I, performance more than it is the plot yes,
1: by, by far. And and it's, it's really well written. It is hilarious. Also like weird, weirdly, not like darkly hilarious. It's, 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 but it's kind of that the hilarity of the real where like mm. it, it's too funny to, you know, to be fake, to be made up, you know, right. Uh, so it's just the absurdity of some of the situations where you know they they like that moment to... where
0: you like you know you you find out you get the job and then a pigeon poops on your head
1: oh yeah i mean there's very a lot of very similar things like that where they get to this point and it's going to be really great and then something horribly you know wrong happens but it's wrong but like totally believably real so mm-hmm. um so that was pigeons good. do poop but anyway yes they, they do in fact they do yeah uh, we saw Harriet, uh, which no, you shouldn't see. It's not very good, uh, which really stinks. I wanted that movie to be so good because hmm. um, it, it, it's a powerful story that hasn't been told on screen, at least not in any you know, major, major way that I've seen. Um, and it's just not good. It's not well made. Uh, the acting is very good across the board. But it is. There are some moments where my brother and I turned to each other and said, wait, what's happening and why is it going like why so is the it editing happening as a fail? No, I I th- I would put that firmly on direction. There is a scene and, and I kind of don't care if this is a spoiler. Uh there is a scene in which a a black woman who is a slave, you know, Harriet Tubman is 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 you know, her purpose is to free slaves, right? So she's mm-hmm. she's bringing slaves north. Um a black woman disguises herself as a an older white man. Um but not with any disguise, not by changing her voice, not by doing anything else. She is literally just playing herself as a young black woman and she just literally says oh i'm mr smith's son uh i'm taking the cart north right and everybody's like oh yeah mr smith yeah totally you're you're the white man that we all know like it was so it was surreal ability fails oh and it was like how did anybody think this is something that could happen anyway there's a there's a there's a many moments like that throughout the movie um the but the performances that aside um are generally very good uh Mm -hmm. but it just was not a believable movie so um yeah and then parasite everybody should see parasite which is a south korean dark comedy of errors but not um, a horror film even though it sounds like no no uh and I, i don't want to really actually tell you anything else other than it's it is it jumped to like my number three or four of the year uh it's it's hilarious it's moving it's it is um yeah, it is so, so, so well-crafted. Um, but I don't want – don't look anything up before you go see it. Uh, it is – just go see it. It's is, fantastic.
0: Is that a, th- um, a, a <clears throat> streaming one as well or is that a theater only?
1: Um, at the moment, it's wide in theaters. Um, wide So release. it should be on okay. – yeah, but uh, I, I will assume that some, some streaming service is going to get picked up at some point. But at the moment, I don't know of one.
0: Okay, so. cool. That sounds like uh, some definite stuff to look forward to and to watch – on streaming services because oh, let's yeah. be real, I'm more likely to watch something streamed than I am totally. to bother to walk into a theater totally. right now.
1: The moment you see Honey Boy getting in, uh, you know, on your Amazon Prime, it, it you have just hit play. Don't think, hit play, and this you know. I will Prya suspend
0: LaBeouf. my shyness <laughs> towards Shia.
1: <laughs> well, and I have that same problem. I he, I have you know we've all been burned at some point in our lives. We've all been burned by Shia LaBeouf, uh-huh. and they. he addresses it in there Uh, it's very interesting it's a it's a shocking movie and and
0: i might hate you if i come out of that going i actually like him now and i'm not comfortable with
1: this oh that's how i went out of it i was like oh man i've hated on him for so long (laughs) you know but it's it's (laughs) it's so good so
0: cool all right well shall we talk then about the new short trek that aired
1: yeah so I, I don't think this is going to be a hugely long discussion about the short trek. It is uh, it's the it's, shortest. It's short the trick. shortest. I think it's nine minutes and 35 seconds long. Um, so yeah, this week, uh, ask not uh, is a short trek that just came out, uh, which now that I think about it, we need to talk about that title, I think a little bit too, but uh, we'll get to that in just a little while. Ask not what uh, but I can the... do for
0: you. but what is <laughs> it? No, mean? that's,
1: that's, but what you can do for your country. Yeah, Ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can that do for your country. This. Yeah. Um, the, the, the short summary, and I didn't, I didn't look up the summary, but essentially is uh, a young cadet uh, is asked to guard a prisoner who tests her loyalty to Starfleet.
0: Right, uh, and is... it's like a starbase under attack type situation.
1: Yeah, I think they're on Starbase Twenty Eight, and you know explosions are going off, and the Enterprise is outside, but it seems as Tholian though there's been a problem. Attack, there's a Tholian attack.
0: Original series reference, yeah. I believe.
1: Yeah, and and uh, I. I, I guess I will say I really liked I liked the premise of it I liked I was intrigued by um and I oh uh, Cadet Thera Sidhu is her name and I forgot to look up the actress Amrit Kaur uh, what did you think? think about her character
0: Um, I thought she held her own really well against the prisoner. Okay, let's just put it out there because you've either watched it or you haven't. Yeah, I was trying to hide it
1: for some reason and and we're going to talk about it.
0: Right. So um, the prisoner that is brought in is brought in masked because this is a high profile person and the security guards did not want everyone to know who this person was. Well, spoiler alert, it is Pike. Which was not a surprise to me at all because I'm looking at those broad shoulders and that uniform. The moment he walked in. (laughs) And I'm like, they're not going to introduce a new character, opposite new character. So it's got to be Pike. And it was Pike. Right. Yes. So he is in um, Manacles because he has supposedly mutinied and has been removed from command. And um, uh, the cadet actually knows who he is because she had applied to be on The Enterprise. Yeah. So you get that moment of reveal where they remove the mask, but the camera's on her and the shock on her face of, oh, it's this person who I've heard of yeah. who I wanted to serve on his ship and he's important and he's famous. Right. And, Can you do your job, cadet? And okay, yep, yep. Um yeah. so to act opposite him, both the actress and just the character Mm-hmm. Uh, she held her own really she well. Really did. I honestly did not find it surprising that the situation no. was a simulation because simulation twists are like so common in the Star Trek universe
1: that oh, yeah. ar-
0: they're arguably overused, but mm-hmm. that's not to say it was ineffective here. No. Um,
1: and, and the only, I, I wrestled slightly at the very beginning with, okay, so is he a clone? Is he uh, or, you know, somebody disguised as it him Is mirror universe? Or <laughs> Right. Yeah. Are we mirror? Is this mirror Pike? Uh, and But basically, I came to the conclusion I am not okay with bad Pike. So I'm very okay with the fact that, that this was not actually bad Pike and that it was a simulation. You didn't um, want to see Pike's dark side. No, I, I really don't. Like, I hope that we don't see mirror Pike because that – it would hurt me, I think.
0: Hmm. Well <laughs> – this was an authority versus regulations yes. face off between them where he presents her with his authority his imposing you know nature and mm-hmm. the stature as a hero and is offering her uh loopholes and regulation which yeah. she is repeatedly fighting those back
1: um, He's, he basically wants her uh to 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 take off his handcuffs and to, to um, follow his orders to for him to do whatever he wants to do. Right. And she's resisting that.
0: Right. And he even makes it personal. He's like, you know, oh, yeah. I know about your history with the Tholians where you and your husband were like the only survivors and that's who's out there and he's under threat. And so everything he could do to challenge her dedication to Starfleet by making it really personal for her. Oh, which I was thought so was good. super ironic because mm-hmm. how many times in Star Trek history have we seen if it's somebody else who makes it personal it's bad but if it's like our featured right. bridge crew then they can mm-hmm. go search for spock or whatever else they want to right. and
1: it's okay right. well that's that's part of getting the promotion right you get on the bridge crew then it's fine
0: <laughs> yeah then you have a good chance it's, of it's not a problem, right yeah. right so um yeah i think they did a good job with it i thought she was interesting i really hope she's not a throwaway character and i don't yeah, think she is because we in the short trucks um prior to season two airing of discovery Uh, We had crossover like Serana, Saru's Mm -hmm. sister, and was it Zahia or Zahian or whatever the other name uh, of what's-her-face was? That was a crossover as Mm -hmm. well. So I have a feeling we will see her at some point. The question being... I would hope so. She was good. Well, if she is serving in engineering on the Enterprise...
1: True. Good point.
0: Then, you know, are we seeing the Enterprise in Season 3 of Discovery? and, And
1: we're actually slowly, like you just said, we're slowly building out the the Enterprise crew in mm-hmm. these short treks, you know, and, and we haven't we haven't announced uh, a Pike spinoff or, or anything like that, but, you know, it is the number one fan hope for Star Trek right now af- yeah. after Picard. I, I read
0: an interview with Anson Mount that, ooh, I can't remember. It might have been on IGN. I can't remember where exactly, but the article came out on November 14th, mm. and they were talking about how his contract was just one season, and he didn't know he was going to be doing the short treks. And the short trucks have been a really great way to get more of the Enterprise without committing to a full show. He said nothing about an actual show or their future and probably couldn't even if he did know. But I have to believe that if the short trek uh, exposure to the Enterprise and characters play really well, why not make use of that really flashy site? Because, hey, we just got to see engineering in this episode and... Dude, it totally beat the JJ verse engineering. That just no.
1: Well, I think that's that's the the key here, right? Is that I was trying to find that that same article, and I think I found it was on comicbook.com. Uh, dot um, But basically, he teases the fact that that he would love to do a Pike series. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but but like you said, he'd only he'd only done the one, uh, or had the contract for the one series, right? Uh, one season, um, and. Man, I, I would take it. I would take it in a day. It's so intriguing. They, like you said, they they have they've breathed new life into the original series mm-hmm. in a way different, a different way than we expected them to. Right? They could have just rebooted the original. Right? We got a new Kirk and all that other stuff, and and we critiqued them quite a bit for, oh, you're you're tying us in with Spock again with Michael Burnham and all mm-hmm. these other things, but th- this way of doing it gives us the same feel that we might get with other things without bumping too right, much into. Right, because we implicitly,
0: into... they didn't ever name it, but we mm-hmm. had a Kobayashi Maru in this episode. We did. That's, I mean, that's what this was. That's exactly what this was. So it's like all the echoes are there whether they call them out or not.
1: In fact, uh, so on tour.com, you know, so friend of the podcast, Keith DeCandido, who's, who's been on here a couple times now, uh, and we should get on, uh, get him on again when we talk Picard, I think actually, but, mm. uh, but he, he titled his review Kobayashi Sidhu. Um, oh, <laughs> and, Clever. Yeah, which I thought was funny. Well done, so, Keith. Yeah. Nice. So I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed it a lot. Like in the ultimate point of the episode of the short trek was, um, you know he he says pike says we need we need to know that you'll honor your commitment to Starfleet even when those you hold dear are on the line even when old wounds are triggered mm-hmm. and loopholes appear and i loved like it was a it was a you know it was right on the nose it was uh, and it was on the verge of maybe being too on the nose but i loved it's, it's Pike, right? That didn't feel weird coming from Pike because that is who his character is. His character yeah. is there well, to say, this is Starfleet.
0: Even one of her responses to him was so classic Pike that it's like, there's no way she's not getting on board. Cause she said to him, exactly. tactical force should always be a last resort mm. and vengeance should never be a factor. And it's like... A hundred percent. That's
1: totally... That's Pike. Yes. All day long. Yeah. Well, and... And that coming out of her mouth was such a good foil for this character he was playing, right? Mm-hmm. He was playing bad guy. She was being him and to him. <laughs> exactly. And I and love yet, how as they did that. As herself
0: with her situation, because she's not like trying to mimic her hero. This is what she believes, and it's why she's Starfleet material. Right. Although I have to uh, believe if she went, you know. Um, let us come to an accommodation
1: that we would have gotten mm-hmm. someone from section 31 walking in and going, come with us. <laughs> oh man. How they've like vying, uh, auditions basically happening there. Yeah. They, they come in like, Hey, choose the, This is the devil on your shoulder. And if they go, she goes that way, she's with section 31. That choose would be kind of cool. The dark walks in. Ugh.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Cool. So we also
0: got to see, uh, number one and Spock briefly shoulder to shoulder meeting them at, what was it? The transporter. And um, I have to say, so Spock revealed that number one is the one who concocted this test, which I thought was a wee bit ironic, given her history of thwarting rules and doing her I thing agree. so th- i mean granted she has the license and responsibility as a bridge right. officer who's earned her way there to that trust and it's right. different with a cadet so we'll be clear about that that said it was yeah. still kind of
1: ironic <laughs> <laughs> i i know I, I i had that very similar thought uh i'd I like that they were there they were sort of there almost as window dressing a little bit of just hey, we're, on I didn't the mind looking. <laughs> we're oh but i was fine exactly yes. I, it, it was it was totally fine uh the only The only thing that I bumped on in the entire episode that I, I, I didn't like, it was, it was too on the nose. Uh, not even too on the nose. It was just too cheesy. Um, her, like, I think it's like the, the last line other than Pike's reply. She says, you know, captain, the phaser I had, the phaser I had during the test, was it operational? And then he's like, come on, join us cadet or whatever. And I was like, you didn't need to ask that question. Like, why did you ask that question? Whether the phaser was operational, like it's 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 a simulation. Like, uh, what's the is it? I don't know. It seemed very like, Captain. Was this real or was it like I don't I mean, know? It not just how felt I read very... it at all. I read
0: it mm. in that moment as her, um, trying to decide could she have gone over a line like wh- where the line could was she have in him? that could she have if it had gone like <clears throat> what risk was she
1: taking there yeah it it which i i do i see that i at the same time if she just straight up had killed him like or something like her let's girl, be real the Every, to the right they're thing. always
0: saying set phasers to stun so like they're really gonna not set a phaser to stun that they give a cadet.
1: Who's who is being provoked by this escaping prisoner. Yeah. Like, like even if it was a
0: real situation. Right. Uh, there they don't tend to kill first. They tend to stun right, exactly. first. And so. Exactly. Yeah. There's like, that.
1: Whereas I, even if he had made if he had made the like a crack like well you would have given me a real bad headache or something. That would have been just kind of funny or I think that would have worked but I don't know I just I, that don't know. Was the I only like thing the thing and
0: face that he gave her cuz it's a very captain kind of face to give yeah. where a captain does not have to explain themselves and True. they choose True. not to and the mystery of what the captain's thinking and that that works with the whole command aura.
1: Yeah. 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 Totally. So, uh, yeah, despite the 5 seconds that I didn't love about it, I I loved the rest of it. I thought it was I thought it was really good um and I thought it was it was it was just very Star Trek. It was very, mm-hmm. it, was, it was absolutely at the ethos of of what makes Star Trek something we love to watch. Yep, yep. Did you did you watch like the next five seconds after the show ended and see the the quick previews for the for next uh, short? I tracks? did
0: because we have two animated episodes coming up that are from if I understand correctly two different shows.
1: Yeah, one so one looks like it's it's regular you know 2D animation. The other one looks uh, a bit more CG, and although it still looks it looks it's a different form of cg it's not your tradi- it's not it doesn't look like clone wars or something like that um i uh, and as far as i know and may again maybe i just haven't haven't been keeping up as i should it is uh, uh, this is the first glimpse that we've had of the animation i think mm-hmm. other than um like I- the animation in movement um and I loved the bit that I saw. It was super intriguing to me. Yeah, we have Ephraim and
0: Dot, which is mm-hmm. a uh, little tardigrade um, creature yes. encountering a repair drone stationed aboard the Enterprise. Look, it's the animated Enterprise.
1: We did in the little. Uh... In the little blip there, right. we saw some of that.
0: And the one that I'm most interested in is the girl who made the stars, which is a 3D mm-hmm. animation story tying back to the beginning. If you guys remember the premiere of season two of Discovery, um, in the episode Brother, where Michael Burnham uh, oh. talks about the ancient African legend. Um, yeah, it's that is my understanding of what it is. Once so the- I realized that's what it was, I'm like, okay. Now I went from okay to ooh, okay.
1: So these aren't like mini episodes of. I guess we'll we'll see. These aren't necessarily mini episodes of the sh- the new shows. I don't know. Because I'm. Uh, yeah, I really don't know. I'm kind. I'm very curious. I'm really curious to see what comes out into, and they actually to get some interviews. Um, you know, when this one comes out as well with maybe some of these creators. Because what
0: is our longest sh- short Trek episode like? Have we had a twenty minute episode before?
1: I want to say we've had one. I, I want to say like sixteen, but I could okay. be wrong. Because
0: the thing is, is like your average um, thirty minute kids show is about twenty two minutes of content, and the rest is commercials. Right. So like, there's potentially room for a full episode if they had a longer short track episode.
1: Yeah, and I, I almost kind of say why not, you know? But but at, the, but at the same time, you know, these are supposed to these really are supposed to be teasers for right. uh, for the new one. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to find a quick answer to that question, but yeah, we don't uh, we don't have it. But oh. Okay, very interesting. Again, just looking this up. Michael Giacchino is directing Ephraim and Dot*, mm. like composer J.J. Abrams' composer, Michael Giacchino, yeah. the composer of of the the uh, 2009 *Star Trek* um, scores. Right,
0: because we recently had some kind of tie in with him. Something we were. He did
1: part of the score during Q and A. That's like, what it was. He like featured right, okay. a, a few moments. Um, which was very interesting
0: because Q and A is a very confusing, uh, name. That was the episode title for the first short trek for this, uh, second season of
1: short treks. Right. Right. And then, uh, so the director of this one was Sanji Sanaka, who I don't, she is a music video director.
0: For yeah. the, one yeah, g- the one we just watched. I think it's. Yeah. Oh, the one we just watched. I thought it was a guy. Okay. All
1: right. uh, oh, I believe I said she, yeah. Oh no, it is a he. I'm sorry. I misread a pronoun in, in, uh one of the in the article um got it yeah and then uh yeah michael giacchino is directing Ephraim mm-hmm. and dot and olatunde osun sanmi is directing uh girl who made the stars
0: to give it huh. a nod to chris who could not uh be here this week he's traveling again i i feel like chris would have watched this episode as he did with the, sh- the first run of short treks last year and say that this wasn't really a plot this really didn't say anything this really didn't go anywhere <laughs> and, <laughs>
1: But he but he loves Pike so he probably would love would love that part about it too yeah uh, but yeah I, I would be curious uh, when we get him back next week uh, and I think we can we should sh- we should share what we're gonna talk about next week because I'm crazy excited for this
0: so next week uh, we are all missing Alan Rickman so actually oh, yeah. I'm I mean, we are, but I'm also making things up right now. Um, huh. We we wanted
1: an excuse to do Galaxy Quest, and well, it's the 20th anniversary of Galaxy Quest. Exactly. Why wait? Not? 20th, 30th. I'm now blanking. It's 20. Yeah, yeah. it's 99.
0: So yeah, yeah 20. 99. I mean, we know you're an English teacher, but you got your math uh, right this time. We don't.
1: We don't do the adding here <laughs> on this side of the mic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that'll be. I'm. I'm so excited. I've basically been wanting to watch galaxy quest myself for forever but then mm-hmm. what's better than than watching it by yourself is talking about it so i'm really pumped well uh, to discuss and it and
0: while i have seen galaxy quest and more than once before i have not watched it since last year when i watched alien yeah. and aliens with you guys and so
1: now i'm oh and then you watched galaxy quest i haven't yet so That's i want to see if
0: there's any little callbacks to, for,
1: for sigourney weaver's characters gotcha. now that i've actually seen that i bet you I bet you there is. I bet you there is, and and I haven't. I couldn't even tell you the last time I watched Galaxy Quest. It has to be since college. Like mm-hmm. it's been a That's long. time. That's where I saw time. it. I think
0: the first time I've seen it, like maybe yeah. three or four times. But yeah.
1: Yeah, I know. I saw it in theaters. I remember seeing it in theaters and just being, you know, loving it because it was Star Trek. But uh, or it's Star Trek spoof. But uh, I, it's more than a spoof. That, that well, it's and it's a, the most yeah.
0: family friendly spoof, and it spoofs yes. the genre, not just the show. So exactly. it's bigger than Star Trek for those of you who are like okay it's there's more to it than that because like Spaceballs, totally. baseball's fun movie it's not family watching in yeah. the same way no and so galaxy quest gets a broader audience because of that but then i'm always surprised the number of geeks i've talked to who haven't seen it and oh, so really? i think yeah, it'll I'm be excited. interesting to rewatch it because it'll also be not me just watching it as geeks you know snickering at all the in jokes i'll be right. watching it with the eyes of now a long-term geek and you know, totally. the, the, I think I'm, it I'm ready for a fresh view on it to see, does it still hold up or not? Um, and is it essential viewing if you haven't
1: seen it? So, Oh yeah. I, I think I know my answer, but again, I haven't watched, I haven't watched it in so long that I, I really, really also hope it holds it's up. It's
0: been so. so long that whenever it first came out, Tim Allen was still a big deal. And now a lot of people oh, don't man. remember him. Oh Yeah. Yeah. So um, anything else for this episode, Tyler? No, I think that brings us to the end. Take us out. Alrighty. So you can find us on social media at Geek Card Check. We're on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And until next time, I can bring you in warm or I can bring you in cold.